0: Thought of this message tonight is my needs becoming more. Is my needs becoming more? We can say all kind of things that we need we and tell people, and we do it from day to day or week to week. We'll tell certain people things that we need. You may tell your spouse. Honey, we're out of so-and-so and we need such-and-such when we go to the store again. Or well, the vehicle's low on gas. If you're about to use it, be sure to get some more gas in it. We think about a lot of things that we can say from day-to-day and week-to-week of what we need. More things. We use things, we go through things, and then we need more to replace them. And we need more things of God in our life. More works of God. Maybe I should say instead of things. More works of God in our life. We need more fruit being manifested in our lives on a daily basis. We need his gifts being operated through our lives to minister to others. We need God's wisdom, his knowledge and understanding each and every day that we get up and live, that we move and have our being, we need the Lord. My needs becoming more, and the Lord spiritually. You can ask yourself that question tonight. What more do you need? That brother Larry this morning seeking for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Don't give up. Some others that are seeking more from God. Don't give up. Amen. God's word is a positive word. And the Holy Ghost just declared that. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. And what he has declared in his word, the Holy Ghost said, He will do. It. Amen. Amen. The word need. Very simple. just addresses what is necessary or needful. If you tell someone what your needs are, you're just stating what is necessary or needful. Or that you're in want of a need. If I say I need more of the Lord in my life, I'm expressing to you what I want and desire more of, what is necessary in my life to live for the Lord, a life that's pleasing and victorious. A very powerful scripture and well known to many, many believers today that many can quote without opening the word of God and having to read it. It's Philippians 4 and 19. The apostle Paul states to the Philippians, he says, but my God, he makes it personal, but my God, he said he shall (coughs) supply all your needs." He was telling the Philippian saints, the Philippian believers, he was saying, My God shall supply all your need. He said, According to his riches, to his riches and glory. And he says, Him those in something very valuable, very positive, very needful for those riches to be received, for those needs to be given in Christ Jesus. You can use that scripture on a daily basis when you wake up every morning. That can be one of your leading scriptures if you choose it to be. I love to state that to the Lord. Many times in my prayer, I'm depending on you, Lord, to supply my need. And according to your vast riches and glory, let it be done through Christ Jesus. You know, as we get older in life, church, our need changes in certain areas of life. Yes, it does. Especially our bodies. As we get older, these bodies go through a lot of changes. And our needs become more and more many times as our bodies weaken and maybe begin to fail us in certain areas we have to use other means and you know, we begin to lose maybe some hearing and we get some hearing aids we begin to lose vision so we get some eyeglasses. We begin to lose teeth. We get some false teeth. (laughs) That's right. We begin to lose hair. Some get a (laughs) 2 Many things that we begin to lose and we have need to replace them. We're not to lose any of the spiritual blessings that we've already been given. But we're to build on them to receive other needs that the Lord is waiting to give us. Amen. The Apostle Paul stated, he stated to the Philippians in verse 11, He said, not that I speak in respect of want. For I have learned in whatsoever state that I am therewith to be content. He said in 1 Timothy 6 and 6, you don't have to turn to there. But he says, godliness with contentment is great gain. Contentment, self-satisfied, or competent—I have learned, Paul said, that whatever state that I'm in, there will to be content. Praise the Lord. Above changing circumstances in our lives from day to day. It comes from Christ's power flowing in and through us. Disability does not come from something natural. No, it doesn't. It must be learned through dependence. Praise the Lord. On Christ. My dependence on Him. Then he declares in verse 13. Another passage that many can quote. I can do all things. He said. Through Christ. Through Christ, which strengtheneth me, the Apostle Paul said. You, as he was speaking to the Philippian saints. I mean, what Paul was declaring, I can do all things. Sometimes people will say, well, we can do we can do so and so. And a lot of times we can't do any more of ourselves than what the Lord won't allow us to do. Amen. You see, we're not self-sufficient. We're not self-made. If our dependency is not on Him, then yes, we are forever lost. And we're doomed for a devil's hell. But if our dependency is on Him, Yes, like Apostle Paul says, I can do all things through Christ. Whatever's needful that he has set for me to do or fulfill, I can do that through him. I must do that through him. The Lord will never lay on your heart something that you're not capable to do. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our strength. What we're capable to do of ourselves. He knows what our ability is. And he tries to enable us to give us that ability that we need to do his work from day to day. And that's why the writer of Hebrews 4 and 16 said, For this cause let us therefore come boldly, praise the Lord. He said, Boldly unto the throne of grace. Come boldly into the throne of grace. Hallelujah. That we may obtain mercy, he said, and find grace, praise the Lord, to help in time of need. We're in a day of needs. People all over the world right now have all kinds of needs. Yet the greatest need of any man or any woman on this earth today is having their spiritual need met by returning to their creator. By submitting to their creator. Their will their life, and giving complete and total allegiance to Him. Amen. Let us come boldly. Let's come boldly to the throne of grace. It wasn't as though the writer of Hebrews were saying, Go ahead and charge. But he said, Come boldly, come confident, being confident. down to the throne of grace that we may find mercy. Amen. Amen. We'll find His mercy and grace yes. in our time of need. Amen. When John the Baptist, who was the forerunner of Christ, there was needs in his life. John was preaching repentance. And we're told in Matthew, the third chapter. Verse 13. It said, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I need, or I have need, to be baptized of thee. And comest thou to me Jesus answering said unto him suffer it to be so now for thus it become of us to fulfill all righteousness and it says then he suffered him Jesus came to John there in Jordan He said, John, I need you to baptize me. He said, wait, I want you you to baptize me. He said, no, I need you to baptize me. He said, for me to do the work that I've been sent to do, he said, I need to yield up myself to the Father. Right now is the proper time for me to yield up. He said, suffer me to be baptized. Let me be baptized. Ahead of you right now. He said, because it's time for me to yield up myself to the Father for the work that's about to begin. For the kingdom work. For the work in my life. He said, it's time for me to yield up myself for the ministry to go forth. Oh, hallelujah. Suffer me to be baptized. I wish you'd baptize me first, Jesus. He said, "No, you baptize me. Then you can be baptized." Because Saint John had said, "Behold, the Lamb of God." When he saw Jesus for the first time to take away the sins of the world, he said, "Now it suffers." me to be baptized it's time it's time for me to yield up myself to the father for the ministry to begin and it's time for you and me to fulfill all righteousness it's needful right now for that to take place and of course what happened when John baptized Jesus in Jordan what happened it said all of a sudden when he come out of the water like the spirit of the dove descended on him. The favor of the Father come upon him. And said, this is my beloved Son, whom I am well. Whom I am well pleased. Amen. Amen. And the Father even says a little further, hear ye him. Oh, hallelujah. Hear ye him. You know what, church? Those that will hear Him today, He will call you to a newness of life that you cannot attain of your own. Amen. Amen. You cannot receive for yourself by yourself. If we're to have a newness of life, it is through Him. Amen. It's through Him fulfilling in our lives His righteousness he wants to fulfill in our lives in these bodies is my needs becoming more yes they are becoming more as time goes by as the Lord's coming gets closer as he is soon to appear our needs are becoming more more of being in close fellowship with Him. More in being dependent on Him. More in being steadfast in Him and not being unmoved or unsettled in our walk and our relationship with the Lord. More of being a true witness to others for Him. Amen. More of sharing His Word with those that need to hear His Word. As what the scripture says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The word. The word of God. He said, when His word is spoken, it will not return void, but it will go out. It will prick that heart. Whether they receive it or reject it, it will be upon them. His word will go forth. I have a need to be baptized in thee, Jesus. Jesus said, Suffer it to be so now. Let's me and you fulfill the righteousness that has been spoken, your life, my life, and the Father, what he desires for us to fulfill. (laughs) Let me yield up myself completely to the Father. Jesus tells us in Matthew, 6.32 and Luke 12 and 30. He says our Heavenly Father knows what we have need of. Does He not know what you have need of? This very moment as you sit in His house. He knows what you have need of. But still He likes to hear you ask. So that you might receive. Oh hallelujah. When you ask, he knows that there's something working there. There's a faith work taking place of what's called believing on him as you're asking for him to meet a need that you're addressing. Amen. 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 Go with me to Luke. Not chapter. Ninth chapter. Verse 10. We find something taking place here that Jesus had sent out a mission of 12. He sent 12 men out. You go out. And says that he told them how to go out on their mission and to preach, to minister. It says they departed and went through towns preaching the gospel. They were just healing everywhere they went, according to verse 6. But in verse 10, it said the apostles, when they were returned, told him all that they had done. Oh Jesus, you should have been with us. You should have seen the things that we experienced. about Jesus. This man called Jesus and his disciples. Jesus and those men that followed him. And said, when they knew it, they too followed behind him. And he received them. And he spake unto them of the kingdom of God. And he healed them that had need of healing. And then, of course, you read on, and we see where he took five loaves and two fishes. And it happened to be 5,000. And it said, as the day went on and got late, and he saw, he said, they're hungry, they need to be fed. He took those five loaves and two fishes and he had them all to sit down and his disciples to serve them. That's what his disciples are supposed to do today, to be serving others in this world, to be serving them a means of life. Of course, they were serving natural, physical food, bread and fish, but we're to serve, and we can do that too. We're to serve those if we see one that's hungry, feet. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. Amen. If he's naked, give him a piece of clothing. If you've got it, give him. But we're just feed those that are spiritually destitute. Without him, Jesus preached the kingdom of God to them. And he took those five loaves and two fishes. And he said he fed these five thousand. And not only that, but after they were all filled, the scripture says, they took up 12 baskets of fragments. (laughs) Took up 12 baskets of fragments, pieces of fish and bread that was left over. Is there any lack with our Lord today? When he feeds his children, his people, he feeds us well. When he does something, he does all things well. It's not in pieces, but it's all things well. When he feeds his children, he wants his children to hunger, and to eat, and to walk, and to their feet. that day, the 5,000? Were they expecting what was about to come forth? When he had told John the Baptist, John said, I need you to baptize me. He said, listen, John, first, baptize me. I need to be yielded up to the Father. It's time for the ministry that he has sent me to begin to work and move to begin this moment. For you and me to fulfilled all righteousness. That has been declared who I am. All those that followed him heard about the kingdom. Some today is easy to get into a house of God having a food to eat if you'll But before Jesus fed this multitude, I want you to hear about the kingdom first. I want you to hear about a greater need than what your stomachs have. I want you to hear about the spiritual need in your life that is becoming more and more as you grow, as you live. Amen. I like what is told in Luke 10 and 42. Luke ten forty two, 42. We find the incident of Mary and Martha. Jesus entered into a certain village and it said in verse 38, he said he entered into this certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. She had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much certainly and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, he said, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing, one thing <laughs> is needful one thing is needful and mary has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her what was it mary had saw the opportunity to sit at jesus to speak and talk him. when we have an opportunity to sit and talk with Jesus, we need to do that. You know why? Because it is needful. (laughs) Man has chosen that which is more needful Mm -hmm. than serving. Gathering up some food in the kitchen Mm -hmm. to give us some natural food, physical food. Mary has chosen spiritual food, that there's something hungering in her soul that she wants met. She's got a need. She's got more of a lung in her soul that she wants to have met. And she has chosen that which is more needful. And it's not going to away from her. Oh, praise the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. It's not going to be taken away from us. Praise the Lord. When we choose the spiritual things, that we desire God to have more that is needful for our lives. It's not going to be taken away from us. It's going to be given to us. We've got things to do in this world. We've got things that we feel sometimes important that we need to do. And we allow some of those things that we feel that are important to pull us or draw us away from the needful things of spending time with our Lord. How many people today did not go to the house of God Because they had other things. Not being sick. You know, they had other things pulling them away to go and do. That was not needful. The needful part was to be in the Lord's house somewhere and to hear His Word. That they might receive more of their needs being met in their lives. (coughs) The Lord Jesus hallelujah. Yes, our needs is becoming more. They're becoming more. To sit and talk with Jesus at his feet is more. More needful. More needful And to stand in the kitchen and cook up a meal.
1: <laughs>
0: How many people will leave the house of God Leave off early because the preacher preaches too late. Too long. They can't wait to get to a restaurant to get home somewhere to eat a meal. And they cut their sales short hearing the word of God. Because it's not that
1: important. Mm
0: -hmm. People leave the house of God to do things that are not. Is important as to hear the word of God being preached. Some may say, Well, I don't like what he was preaching anyway. <laughs> What's wrong? You could not swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> was it a rock instead <laughs> of a piece of bread? You didn't want to swallow it and get it down? Well, right here where you should be. Yeah. Any person, anyone should have been at the altar. God, uh, this is hard to swallow, but I need to swallow because it it's for my good. <laughs> I need to swallow Yes. How many things gets put ahead of God? That seems like it's needful when it's not needful. Needful is for you to hear the word of God. And you know, when we allow ourselves to get trapped Get trapped in this thought that if the preacher can't preach and finish by 12, he ain't much of a preacher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Won't you find that in the scripture somewhere? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have short services. They used to have all day services, Sister Faith. All day services. Some of them would stand and hear the reading of the word. But we're none abused. (laughs) We don't get abused, you know, being in the house of God and listening to a sermon or being in his house, having it taught in Sunday school. Not in the house of the Lord that long. That we need to give more time to hear. What needs to be said to our hearts and our lives. You know, there's been many a preacher said through the years. I didn't call myself a preacher. (laughs) I'd like for you to be up here doing it. me sitting where you at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some have said that statement, but I'm not worried. But the only way I'm it worth is through his, hallelujah, through his blood, to be preaching. Because that's what he has called. Meaning he has called you and given you a work for you to do. And I can't fulfill the work that you've been given and called to do. I can only do my part you do your part. But before Jesus fed a hungry multitude, he said, you're going to hear the word of God first. <laughs> You've been with me this long. You're going to hear the word of God first. Then I ain't going to let you leave here without attending to your needs. Because he knows. He knows. And what will he do? He will supply those needs. You, you heard some of the little children say, oh, Mama, I'm hungry. Let's go back home. I'm hungry. Mom, I'm hungry. Let's go back home. I'm sure he'd heard children saying things, Well, we better leave, let's a How many times, young children cause people to get up and leave the house of God? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's what the child wants, instead of listening, mm-hmm. you're sitting here. you're hungry, we're gonna ask God to touch that hunger for a few more minutes, <laughs> so you can hear the word of God. Tell you what your children, watch it like a, they can read you, as they all saying, they can read you like a Bible. Mm-hmm. Amen. What you say, you believe, and what you believe and live, can be two different things. <laughs> I say, whatever we live, let's live it. Let's live it to the fullest. And whatever we got with our children, let's teach our children how important it is to be in the house of God and hear the word of God. Being, brought, you know, being brought forward, preached and taught and things, because it's needful. It's needful for their lives. See, they're going to grow up. They're going to grow up if he tarries and allows them, and they're going to grow up. And what they've been taught at the young ages, says when they get old, when they get hair on the chin, when they get mature, they begin to make decisions on their own so they won't depart from those things because it's been instilled in their hearts and their minds. It's been embedded into their thoughts how important God is, how needful God is for our lives, and how we need to give ourselves to him. He's going to supply what needs we have. Many today are lacking because God is not in first place in their life. He's not in the place that He wants to be in their life. There's too many other things. Get in the way. We've got too much to do. Too many things that Distract us. Pull us away. A couple more scriptures. I'll come to a close. In Hebrews, the fifth chapter. Hebrews, the fifth chapter. The writer of Hebrews, the fifth chapter in verse 11 said, of whom, he said, we have many things to say and hard to be of. Saying you're a dull hearing. You know, some people today don't want to hear. Some people call themselves believers. Don't want to hear much of the word of God. It's easier to have entertainment, to be entertained for an hour and a half or two hours. By some other means, whether it's theatrical or singing or whatever. You know, drama and all that taking place, but don't get it preached very wrong. But that's what's needed. That's what's needed. You know, they got some drama going on or singing going on. That's one thing. But the preaching, amen, shouldn't take a back seat or a back room that what's going on in God's house that needs to be declared for God's people to draw strength from. Amen. For God's people to draw power and help from her. Amen. He said, I have many things to say. And they're hard to be uttered, seeing that you're dull of hearing. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear me say those things. That's what he was saying. He said, for when ye, or for when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. Which be the first principles. Of the oracles of God and are become as such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Wow. You become dull here. You don't want to hear some of the things that God has to speak to us <coughs> and say to us, but they're for our good. They're to help us to mature, they're to help us to grow, they're to meet our needs. Amen. They're to help us to move forward in our relationship with the Lord. The people, they get to a place of being dull of hearing and next thing, impatient. Well, I don't want to wait on this. I don't want to wait for this to come forth. That's what Hebrews 10 and 36 tells us. It says we have need of patience after we've done the will of God that we might receive his promise. What, what's the promise we're going to receive? we the promise of life eternal, that He is prepared for all those that will serve Him. We have need of patience. Sometimes we get ourselves in a hurry. We can drop our spiritual. We can drop the spiritual things. We can just lay them down for just a moment because we've got other things we're having to tend to. No. When we don't need to drop no spiritual things, we need to make sure, amen, that we're relying on them and we're using the spiritual things just as much as we're breathing, as we're walking and living each day. Don't lay aside those things that are spiritual, that we need from day to day. Don't lay aside that spiritual meaning that we need to draw strength from, from the Lord. Don't lay aside that spiritual direction that we need from the Lord that we forget to get up and rush into the day and forget to ask him, God, guide my steps today. Direct my steps today, Lord. Amen. Your word says that our steps are ordered by you, so God, direct my steps, I pray. Help me to do that. That pleases you. Sister Betsy, would you come to the end? Yeah. Is my need becoming more? more? Yes, it is. As I get older, my need of being dependent on the Lord, as my body experiences changes through the sugar that I've inherited, through the bloodline of my family, my needs become more of so dealing with sugar, watching what I eat and how I eat, and the times that I eat. Not to get up and go all day long and don't eat nothing. Get in trouble. With your body. We need to do that spiritually. We need to make sure when we get up every day that we don't neglect to tend to what's needful. Our spiritual lives. These spiritual bodies. That we're the temple of God. That we're housing His Spirit within us. He's using us for His honor. He's using us. Oh, yes, for his work on this earth to be done. Maybe you can ask yourself tonight what your need right now, what it may be, what's the greatest need that you have this moment? of your minds are thinking, well, the greatest need, of course, that I'm saved of all things, but then it's to the be the second, is I'm like what his word says. To love my neighbor. To love the other person, my family, friend, neighbor. To love them as I love myself. For them to be saved. I want my family saved. You want your family saved. We want those that lost in our community to be saved. That sound comes forth. Kind of like going back to what it says about the ten virgins. Uh, At the midnight call, that cry is made. Go you out to me. Only five were prepared. Five wanted. Oh, when that cry is made, when that call comes forth, I pray that you make it out to me. That I make it out my family that's lost will meet you as their Savior. Your family will
1: meet you as their Savior.